Welcome to Sports Cash, a space to discuss sports and money. I'm your host, KD. And this is your host, Vlad, Mr. ESPN. Sports Cash crew, welcome back to another week episode with your host, Mr. ESPN, where we discuss everything sports and the business behind it. I'm here with my other hosts, Mr. Mo Better, Drake, and Ken. How y'all doing, fellas? I, I know it's been a while. But it's candy cans. Don't forget the chocolate bar, baby. Come on, don't do me like that, brother. <laughs> no reason. Happy New Year to you too, friend. Sheesh. What up? What up? What up? I'm never calling no grown man no candy anything. Let's get money. <laughs> but we have a great weekend that just finished off with the NFL playoffs and the division round. But before that. We want to touch base what's going on in the college football scene. Yeah. Um, there's, you know, a little, let's say, unhappy. Uproar. Uproar with a former Hall of Fame, Ed Reed, being the head coach of Bethune College. Um, he wasn't too happy about the conditions that he walked into. Um, so, you know, we, you know, if I think, KD, you wanted to touch base on that. Um, kind of giving, you know, your insight on how you feel about it and what you think about it. Just get into some real talk with KD, man. Listen, <laughs> first of all, let's just put it out here. Start start right here. I'm with Ed Reed all the way. He's a Hall of Famer for a reason. He didn't get there by not being passionate. So you can't ask him to be somebody else. He's not right. Dion, okay? He's not Dion. Dion knows both sides as far as entertainment and all of this, you know, being there's, – there's something that, that they call um, – uh, on a scale of people pleasing versus don't give an F, you know what I mean? And and Ed Reed is way past don't give an F. He's, <laughs> a free, he's a free black man, okay? He got millions in the bank. He don't answer to nobody. Fair. So, but, you know, I'm not condoning the way he went about it, but that should be like this little about what's actually being talked about. Because right. we got kids in their dorm with, uh, oh, According to the president, not uh, mold, but mildew. <laughs> not mold, but mildew. Go Google what's the difference. There is no difference. Those right. kids are still in danger. They right. still have respiratory issues. They sharing helmets. They got to go pick up trash. That's the main issue. So let's get off Ed Reed. He, he laid his heart out there. He had people like Shaquille O'Neal and other billionaires who we don't know, unnamed donors, because he's freaking Ed Reed. Right. And he had them lined up for Bethune Cookman, and they screwed the pooch as, as our counterparts would say. Y'all, right. <laughs> y'all screwed up. Y'all screwed up. Letting him go was not the right decision. Shame on you, BCU. Done. Well, I mean, Message. that's that's, that's <laughs> definitely something you know look forward to. But I think I agree. You know, if we're going to talk about you know support HBCUs and you know vouch for more athletes to go there i think you know you want them to go there to a high level standard campus All right. Right. one more thing one more thing one more thing last thing i promise just just on a man note man like y'all can clip this one up it does not benefit you to be emotional okay overly emotional right 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 focus focus that now ed reed has you know he's he's Passion. a football player yeah. it was hard for him to turn that off especially being a free black man who doesn't have to answer anyone else, but just some real talk in sports, sports cash, real talk. 
it, as a man, it does not benefit you to really, really show overly emotion because it can be used against you. And right. that's the only reason why. You use those emotions, channel it, and move it precision and rage towards what you're trying to get accomplished. To be and effective. That's, that's why Dion is doing so well. You don't think Dion got them same thoughts and same feelings? Right. He right. just knows how to bottle it. And then, like, it's, it's kind of like all of this. It's a bunch of rage and emotion. And he bottles it up into a small little space and then exacts it right into your face. That's mm-hmm. that's more important. That's something where you can get more things done than, you know, get it on social media. And, but much love to Ed Reed, man. He's going to get Much love to Ed Reed. Shout out to him bringing awareness, letting us know what's really going on, man. Because this obviously has been going on for a long time. Yep. Mm-hmm. Which is crazy. It'll yeah, continue. As long as those people who are uh, scraping money from FAFSA and getting all this money and the president's running around in Benzes and stuff, it's going to keep happening. Um, but this is the conversation that needs to be had for sure. Absolutely. Ahead, Absolutely. Changes definitely need to be made coming soon at HBCUs, but definitely something to look forward to come to fall. Definitely keep our eyes on that. But we do have to talk about the heroic the heart beating, the cringing divisional round playoffs of the NFL that we just experienced this past weekend. Let's wonderful start- weekend. Yes, yes, absolutely. Wonderful, very wonderful. Let's start with the Saturday Ooh, game. Um, the first game, Kansas City versus the Jaguars. I think the whole world heart dropped um that first quarter when Pat Mahomes went down on um, yeah. ankle injury. I know I did. I said, oh, shoot. Here comes Trevor Lawrence. Sunshine is about to win another game on Saturday once again. The streak is about to continue. Um, but Chad Henney came in and saved the day. 98. Hey man, I got something for y'all. <laughs> My name is Chadward Henney. <laughs> Chadward, Chad Henney, probably the biggest backup of the year, came in, gave a 98-yard drive to save. Um, the Chiefs kept them afloat. Pat Mahomes, man, at this current moment, can we at least no. well, let's put it like this. I think we all agree he's the best in the league right now, right? Top five. We're not going to debate nothing else. I'll give you top five. Okay. What do we see Pat Mahomes as far as all time? It's too uh, early for that, bro. Yeah, it's too early. I, I don't early? know if I can. It's too early for that. Too early? Well, I'm say, for me, I'm going to say top five all time right now. Only simple fact of, let's be real, outside of his rookie year, he's been to five straight AFC championship games. Yeah, that's amazing. Sure. He's not I mean, a 30 he's, yet, guys. He's, he's a great quarterback. He's about to win two MVPs. All-time passing yards. I mean, not all-time, but passing yard leader, I think, three or four times. Do I, he's only in year six. Like, his resume is – And, and I mean, I'm going to say this, right? I, I pause for cause with conversations like that okay. because we're not going to – I think people, we, we shotgun those kind of theories, and we don't yeah. guys say that we're in a league – where guys, the quarterback is protected more than any other era. Okay. Right? Uh, wide receivers are also way more protected than they were. Like, I'm sure if you grab, grab a Terry Bradshaw, he can go five, 6,000 right now, too, if he had the type of protection that these guys are allotted today. That's why I'm like, it's too soon to be that aggressive because we got to start looking at how the rule changes have changed the game and have allowed. Because back, back then, 3,200 yards, he was elite. Now it's forty seven hundred. You know what I'm saying? But That's we fact. look at we look at the way things have changed to have allowed uh, quarterbacks to get more yardage 
and to, to be safer back there. You know what I'm saying? We hear people complaining all the time, talking about they might as well play two-hand, they might as well play flag. I think that plays a factor into it. So to 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 take away, you know, the Montanas, the Bradshaws, and all of them and shove them to the side for Patrick this early, I think is inappropriate. But that's just me. You know what I'm saying? I'm a traditionalist. Well, I will give Patrick, I'll give Patrick this. He had no Tyreek this year. He still went number one in the AFC. He's still back in the AFC championship. Didn't miss a beat. Compared to his current counterparts, top five. I agree with that. So, um, Jacksonville had a good year, great run, Cinderella run. But hey, shout out, shout out to Trevor Lawrence. He played, he played, he played a hell of a game. Wait, 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 no, no, no. We not gonna act like he didn't deck the situation and (laughs) throw the game away. That's a fact. Listen, listen. I'm not. I'm not gonna say he dacked the situation. Because he Dak has up. done this Dak. repetitively. This is Trevor Lawrence's first time. They had to, what, win seven games to get here. You know what I'm saying? That team was a four-win team last year. Like, they first year with this new coach, I, what do you expect him to do? He's not supposed to be a magician uh, well, versus a team that has been to the, the AFC best. Championship for the last five years. You he know what I'm saying? Second, he had the second-best team. If, no, matter of fact, he had the best team in his division. He should have been in the playoffs. He had Number probably one. one of the worst, the Colts, the Texans, the Titans. Come on, son. Come, so come. he had the best team in his division. Yeah, right? the best team. That so division wasn't good. good. He, the the, the uh, father God came down himself <laughs> two weeks ago and helped him win a 27-0 <laughs> game that he should have not yeah. been in. And I'm, then he had the opportunity to beat the Chiefs because they were going to get beat, and he dacked it up. Yeah. Well, a- let me let me take my phrase back. He played one hell of a games up to this point. Yeah, then he saw the real competition. I, I don't want to take nothing away from him, but yes, he had he had. I'm not. He had a good run. I'm not going to say he dacked it up simply because, hey, there's offense and there's defense. You know what I'm saying? And again, I'm looking at him for what he is, where he has in his career right now. Year two, new head coach. This is this is a hostile situation. They playing on the road. This is first playoff game, second playoff game. Right. Like this, there's no new that Dak has done this for the last seven okay. years. That's what's what's the time on this? I don't know. But Stan, remember <laughs> what you just said. Remember what you, 23. Before we move on, where do we see Trevor Lawrence moving forward next year? He's oh, gonna he, be great. He's gonna be good. They're gonna be solid. He's still going. going, going that's yeah. like, he's got he, the right coach. Doug Peterson that's really next coach. year. They got a squad out there, man. They're going to they gonna fine-tune the pieces. He's still on a pretty cheap contract. Calvin really is not going to be crazy expensive next year. They're going to figure out some stuff on defense. They're going to get another year of, of cohesion. Man, let them – granted, the AFC is a, is a battlefield out there because the AFC got Patrick. They got, they got Josh. They got Sean. Joe. You know what I'm saying? Justin they, Herbert. They got Lamar. The AFC is ugly. So, if but you know, the AFC stops, so they championship – for the next three, four years. Let's not pretend it's because he's been dacking it up. We're gonna have to be honest and talk about them other dogs that are in that in that conference. That's a fact. Well, anyway, let's go to the second game of Saturday. Woo-hoo. Um, the best game of the weekend. The best. The best. We go saw... ahead. Talk, talk. Let them finish so we get Philadelphia oh, no. Eagles versus New York Giants for the third time this year. And the third, the third, the third win time. for the Eagles. Um, hey, a I lot of people, it. a lot of people had a little, you know, a little 
Oh, Jalen is coming off, you know, the shoulder thing. He's injury. They finished the season strong. They didn't wait. A minute. Stop they, it. I'm gonna stop you now. They didn't win that game because he had 155 yards that game. Shot up. Shot up. He didn't Shot lose out. it. Can I finish? He did not lose it. Can I finish? He, he didn't lose it, but it was like, oh, he he didn't throw out, go out there and throw 500 yards or something. It was just, it was a beatdown. Y'all have a monster squad. I yeah. said it before. Y'all was going to win. I was hoping. I said, what, what's going to happen is Philly's going to win. What I hope happens is the Giants win. But y'all did y'all. I, did y'all I can't understand how that's the best game of the weekend, and it wasn't even competitive. That was the easiest game of the week. Yes, it was a well, easiest game. Because it's only the best because he's a fan. <laughs> <laughs> according, according, according to my intel, you're not even a real fan. But you know what? Oh, Wait. <laughs> We're not going to bring that up. We're not going to bring that up. But <laughs> shout out to my Giants, though, man. Danny Dollars first. Huh? Very proud of him. All over the year. Y'all, did, y'all had a great year. I'm not going to lie. Y'all had a hell of a year. For, for, hey, the, way, the way that people have been talking about Danny Dimes for the last two, three years, he and for up. him to come through and do, did, did do what he did this year and bring him to this point, you know what I'm saying? They, what they, he they, had, with what he had, a bunch of nothing. Yeah, they beat the Vikings, man. Shout out to them, bro. Shout, shout uh, they out. frauds. They were frauds all year. Frauds. Who? The Vikings I'm gonna, frauds. I'm not gonna say that. Oh yeah, I already knew that. I yeah, picked, I picked over them easy. But um, shout out to Philly man. Hey, I'm gonna wait till we get to to that segment. But shout out to Philly. That's all I'm gonna Listen, say. This is what makes Jalen Hurts special. And I've always Vlad always laughs at me about this because I said I've been saying Jalen Hurts is a leader of men. He has yeah. it. Okay, that's yeah. not quantified in yards, and that's not qualified. And how many touchdowns, although he had 154, 16 of 24, two touchdowns throwing, one running. There's a lot of quarterbacks that would wish for that kind of stat line. And also, zero interceptions. Yeah. And he got it back. Okay? Messages. (laughs) There's another another quarterback (laughs) in his same conference, in his division, that wishes. Yes. Yes, exactly. So we'll get to him. He's a major leader of yeah. the. He's 24, and everybody in the locker room, Brandon Graham, who's been in there twice his age, as long as he's been in, in the league, and he shuts up when he talks. Brandon right. Graham speaks first, and then he says, "Go ahead, Jalen," and lets him have the long, the last word. So, I mean, he's a leader of men. He he's a winner through and through, and they got their guy for the future. Hey, yeah. big, big fan. So. Now we have the Sunday matchups. I think the the that everybody was somewhat now we get to the best game. Now (laughs) right he we have the Cincinnati Bengals. Yo, shout out to Joe (laughs) versus the Buffalo Bills. Joe, I have to get this off. When the NFL season started, I was wrong. I did pick the Bills to go all the way. I said, Bills Mafia, they were stacked. I, like both. I was like, yo, Josh Allen look like he's the real deal. He's going to carry this team to the Super Bowl. But over the past couple of weeks, they have looking a little shaky. And this week they were exposed. I think um, that Miami on um, first round, they definitely showed they had some holes in their um, team. And that definitely got exposed this weekend. And Joey B tore them apart. I, personally, I don't even think they got exposed. I think nobody was paying attention to the Bengals. I don't think people were respecting the Bengals 
as much as they should have been respecting the Bengals from day one. They had a rocky start. I think it was like one and three at some point. They had a terrible like first five. Or seven. Too, yeah. And people were not looking at them like this. This is the team that was in the Super Bowl. And we looked at that defense, Eli Apple, and we thought <laughs> that they were not it. And they said, nah, bro, we, we've improved. We invested in the line. We got the protection. So Joe ain't got to stay on the floor. We got a defense now. All right, the defense is giving you optical illusions. You don't know what to prepare for. You don't know if we're rushing. You don't know if we're going into a zone. You don't know if we got to keep it one over the top. They are crazy defensively, and nobody was giving them the proper respect. And Wait, you know what? The NFL had to give out a lot of refunds. <laughs> There's somebody on this stream who gave them respect. He need to talk his talk. The guy with his hand on his face right now, talk your talk. <laughs> boom, boom. I, I, let me show you the respect. <laughs> <laughs> nah, Joe, Joey B. Joey B. by himself. I'm not even talking about his his offense. None of that. Joey B. by himself is a dog. We've known that since college. That's yep. no question. That's a fact. But what we're not gonna do is act like he hasn't been playing trash teams, including Buffalo. He played mm. the Ravens the first round. Don't get me wrong; they had a, a nice little streak going. But he played the Ravens the first round. No Lamar. No Lamar, you might as well throw them in the trash. Yeah. They played the Bills. The Bills been playing bad since for the last month or Five so. Weeks. It was just that they 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 lost they lost two of their uh starting defenders. Right. Uh it's Von been Miller. it's been tough for them. They lost Vaughn and then they lost the the cornerback uh Tredavious White. You know, they, that's more than I remember that day. You know what I'm they, saying? So I think he left in the middle of that game and then but anyways, so they uh, they played a bad Bills team. They was already playing bad, and then they got more injuries on top of that. They're about to play Kansas City, which I picked the Bengals to beat, even if Patrick Mahomes was 100% healthy, just on the fact that their defense is atrocious. And just just that, just that. Anyways, but the Bengals have had an easy road compared to most teams so far in the playoffs. This is the real test coming up next week when they play these Chiefs. Fortunately, unfortunately, they have to play a one-legged Patrick Mahomes. We shall see what happens, but I expect the Chiefs to go to the Super Bowl. Anyway, go ahead. Stats for you. Stats, stats, stats. They've won 10 in a row. 10 in a row, including this game. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Including the playoffs. But, but look at the people they play. Or the Thank you. Play. Jump. Okay. The Panthers. Nobody. The Steelers, the Titans, the Chiefs, they got a good win there. The Browns, the Bucks. I mean, hey, Tom is there. So technically, but they still had a trash year. They had a trash season. They were eight Patriots, nine. Ravens twice in a row, right? And then the Bills. Uh, that's not a lot of tough competition right there. Not, and not and, and you can go off of names and say maybe, but at the time that they played them, they were playing some of their worst ball. So mm -hmm. Patrick, I remember Moore. when they, I remember when they waxed the Falcons, waxed us. It was despicable. Shout out to Joe. 35-17. Let's just put like this: Did anybody predict the Bengals to be at this position at the start of the season? Oh, at the start. Oh no, no, no. So, no. so hold on. Even we can say yes for the past seven or eight games they haven't played top caliber. Nobody expected them to be here at the top of the season. I mean, but, but you, you say that, you say that, but 
nobody expected Lamar to miss the last five games of the season. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot yeah, of that's, that I understand that part. I understand that part. But that's, that's, that's two wins. Hold on. Been much more competitive. But there's another thing we have to give credit to. Joey B offensive line is not all the way healthy. He's missing two offensive linemen. Mm-hmm. We have three, to give him three. Three. I'm sorry. Three. So again, I'm not. I'm not discrediting. Yes, his, his competition to pass probably. Oh, football be footballing. That's the only way. Football be footballing. That's yeah. it. That's no it. one's ever 100. Because there's a there's a theory that you can have at the beginning of the season if everybody stays healthy. That's never going to happen because not never. everybody doesn't always stay healthy. You never know who's going to go out. It could be some second string guy who doesn't matter that much. It could be a starting quarterback. You never know. Could be over right. all three of your offensive line. Right. But anyway, I think this is the game where everybody get to get their slander off. This is the best game this of was, the entire weekend. This was the best game. Dallas Cowboys, San Francisco 49ers, the most classical, one of the most classical games in NFL rivalries. Um, whole bunch of stars across the field. Michael Parsons, Trayvon Diggs, Dan Prescott, Zeke Elliott, uh, Debo Samuel, CMC, Kittle. C.D. Lamb. Ah. And the God Lamb of God. Himself. He's the Lamb of God. God he can get himself. crucified. Rock. Rock. Purdy. Purdy. Boy. All right. Sitting Purdy out here. I need him to, I need <laughs> him to get uh, Brock Lesnar's guy, Paul Heyman, to come out there and do a promo for him. Brock. <laughs> Birdie, yes. <laughs> so going into this game, I'm not gonna lie. For the first time, I said, "Man, I'm I, I'm I'm still gonna get the 49ers to win easily." But this might be the year that Dallas has a chance to prove people wrong. I was hoping. <laughs> I had no faith, and and no no oh, lie, I was kind of hoping too, just for my team purposes in the, in the championship game. But let's start from the top. Both defenses played. One like hell of a game. Very good. Very good football. And, and loved and it. Has been an NFC East rival. I have to give it to the Dallas Cowboys. That defense probably played the best game they played all year. Big facts. Now, let's turn it to the other side of the ball. Mm-hmm. What Jerry Jones did not want to cut the check for. Mm-hmm. We have to start evaluating of is Dak Prescott the quarterback for the Dallas Cowboys to take him to the Super Bowl? Um, that, that that first of all, no, no. Let's, let's ignore all of that. Let's talk about the 49ers and how great. <laughs> Hold on, we're gonna are. get there. We're gonna as, get there. As good as you said, Hold on, that, we gonna get there. Uh, the defense played right uh, for the Cowboys. The 49ers played even better. They got takeaways. They it capitalized is. on mistakes and mishaps. I'm not gonna look at look at Dak and be like question him. You know what I'm saying? He got one CD. He got. His offensive line is not as good as we thought it was. Two picks. Two picks. One, one, one of those picks was a deflection. I, I don't know when the NFL is going to stop crediting QBs for when a wide receiver and gives it to the, the, the DBs. That's not on. That's that not is on, true. That's that. that is true. But let me let me tell you something. When you are in a tight game in a situation like this, there comes times where every play has to be executed to the T. They can't. They, the, your margin error has to be this. The game was nine to nine. Momentum is in nobody's favor. Dak Prescott, you are playing a third string quarterback, and this is your time to prove to the to just the won 10 games. A third string quarterback who just won 10 games. Go ahead. He's okay. playing a third quarterback. Right? We gotta stop putting these quarterbacks. They're not 
I know, I know he's not playing. I know he's not he playing. He's the number one defense in the league. That's who he's playing. Fact, I understand fact. that part. But this is the time to see Dak, can you play against? Because every time Dak plays against elite defense, this sometimes always happens. He would throw 300 yards against Green Bay. Against but the then Giants. he go play the 49ers or the Dak Eagles. Dak struggles against pressure. That's that's uh, that's all we learned, right? And Dak so struggles the against question, pressure. The question to the room is, are we going to say that Dak is not an elite quarterback? I don't think anybody ever thought he was elite. He had one. He had one elite start to the season before he to, uh, before the Giants broke his ankle. I think that season he was going crazy. He might have won the MVP that year, but that was his best year, and that was his only amazing year. Um, yeah, I don't. I don't think we've ever considered that elite. Yeah, a lot of people just lost their jobs this past so, weekend. So you mentioned he played the number one defense. Do you know the Cowboys, outside of the Chiefs, was the number two team to score in the red zone this year as far as touchdowns? What's that, What's that supposed to mean? Yeah. You've got to find a way to put points on the board. That's what it means. In a game like this, First of all, with, the man, stakes, with the stakes. So, I, so, so if, if, if Dak had found a way to, to put points on the board, do we look at Brock Purdy and say, oh, man, you were supposed to make it. You were supposed to pull through. This was your chance no. to shine. You were the no. last pick. Blah, 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 blah. No. That doesn't make any sense. Football is football. Somebody's going to win. Somebody's going to lose. It don't matter. He could have played a great. We've seen guys play perfect games and lose. Big facts. That none of, What matters is what the team does. Because you know what? If, if the Cowboys defense would have found a way to have only allowed six points, they would have won. The Cowboys would have won with that plan of whatever game. So, but being being Jerry Jones about the situation and being unrealistic and trying to put all the blame on Dak, obviously, my my thing would be look. Let's look at this offensive line. You know what I'm saying? Uh, somebody don't know how to pick up no pressure, and I need help. We know Zeke can pass block. Me, Zeke Zeke need to find what the hell happened to Zeke. Zeke has Zeke, Zeke's regression. He got that Zeke's money in there. It ain't the money, man. He, it ain't the money. He got that he money. Let's be, ever since he got that contract, it been downhill. Let's be real. He's a running back. No, 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 no. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. No, no, He's don't do that. There's back been on. other guys that got that check and they still produce. Zeke got that money. Then the next year he came out of so shit. We, so, so we we really believe that Zeke got a check and said, "Oh, I don't have to do my job no more." That's what. That's I'm that not what saying said? that I can't. I can't say I, I'm not. You know, what really happened to Zeke is Tony Pollard. That's what happened to Zeke. <laughs> so TP happened to Zeke. When we went to Dallas to see the Bears play them, it was TP all day. All day, yeah. It, it does something. Well, Dak didn't even play. I mean, Zeke didn't even play that game. Well, but but he was watching. And he, right. he literally watched his backup take his job that day. Because he knows it's over with after this season. Over if you with. don't take if you don't take the little the little scrum right. that we're gonna give you, it's TP. And TP got hurt, but still. And, and TP getting hurt seemed like it had more of an effect on the offense mm, than, than what that was. that's when that's when that's when that was big. So 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 here's my question: If TP went down, right? Who do you who do you expect on the offensive side to lift up the team and care? Because the only reason I'm saying this is the okay. offensive coordinator. I know this is not totally fair, but let's be real. Pat Mahomes went down, refused to get out the game. And he still found a way with one leg hopping around to execute. They changed the game plan. They were not throwing the ball 30, 40 yards down the 
Check downs, run the ball. Check downs, run the ball. I mean, that's most of what Pat Mahomes does, man. Every now and then he might spring for for a fancy 30, 40-yard bomb. But for the most part, he's throwing 10 yards. Yeah, but, he, but that much. Look, at, look at the game plan last uh, last weekend compared to how they usually play. They didn't That's do a lot saying. of explosive plays. We don't have Tyreek no more. He's not throwing 30, 40 yards down the field. They don't like need Tyreek. They still can do explosive plays with uh, Travis Kelsey. What you mean? We saw they that last year. Travis 10, 15 yards and letting him make the difference. That's what that's what the offense has always been predicated on, except Ooh. for when Tyreek was blowing the top off. Oh, so, okay. <laughs> he was I, blowing the top I, off of that. Okay. Here's the difference, though, and why I'm saying some of the blame has to go on Dak. Tony Pollard went down. The game is tight all game. Yes, she's still playing in the one defense. I get that. But there are, certain, the mis- there are certain mistakes that you're like, mm, Dak, you've been doing this for the past three years. We you don't can. see. We don't. I, I'm not mad that Dallas lost. I'm mad how they lost. That's the issue I have with them. First of all, Dallas two minute Dallas two minute drill is trash. Let's be real. That two minute drill that's, is that's not on. That's not on again. Lie, right? That's not lie. on that. That's on the offensive coordinator. It is trash. 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 You know what? Designed that last play. And I'll tell you, that means in the, in the in the boardroom and say, hey, let's 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 line everybody up and have Zeke. Hike me the ball and have all my offensive linemen blocking wide receivers. That wasn't Zach. That wasn't that. Pure, pure caca. There's obviously blame to put everywhere, but this is I don't want to get hyper fixated on trying to put it on Dak because is that's that, what. That's on. what. Uh, what about that's last what year, though? What about last year? They ran a. They poor poor clock management. That's what that was last year. Poor so, clock so, management. So, so is, is the quarterback not kind of responsible for that? Yeah, but so is the head coach. But is on you not the coach when you when when you're on the field? The so there's two coaches. Okay. Stop I'm not gonna put all the blame on the coach on the field because he's in the game, right? Hey, You've played sports before. You oh. understand what it is to be in the game, to be in the moment, to be running, to think I got to get to the next play. So you can understand how it could be difficult to be trying to process all of that and what's going around outside the game and the clock and all that at the same time. As a coach, that is your job. You're supposed to be looking at that clock like, oh, we're going to need this timeout right now. Let me save this timeout and not call it with six minutes to go. I'm going to wait till we get under that two minute because we don't need this. It's a tight game. That's on the coach. That's not on the, the quarterback. The coach can't play the game for you. That's all I'm gonna say. Uh, he he game plans. He's he's the game planner. He he's does the guy game plan. He does he's come back. But this this is the this is the difference between Pat. But this is the difference between Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, Pat Mahomes, and these guys. And for Aaron Rodgers, yes, Aaron Rodgers is. Aaron Rodgers not better than that. Right mm-hmm. Continue with your point. Continue with your point. Hey, no, I, no, I'm going to have to – Aaron Rodgers is a great talent. Regular season, he's amazing. Superb. Postseason, I got – he's he dack it up too. And I, I'm not even <laughs> – I'm sorry. Yo, we got Moss and we got Dak now. Dak. <laughs> he dacked it up. <laughs> but, but anyway, Cowboys are irrelevant. They're back home where they were supposed to be anyway. So let's go to this championship round to wrap up uh, the show. We have, we have the um, Bengals and the Chiefs. 
again, two years mm-hmm. in a row. Um, who do we like for that matchup, fellas? I like them Bengals, bro. Who they? Who they? <laughs> yeah. Drake. Ah, I I I don't know the Chiefs line. Well, I haven't watched them as as much as some people here. I, I just I, like I've been saying, whoever can get to the quarterback in in both games actually, but whoever can get to the quarterback the most is going to win. It's hard to win when you don't have protection. Mm-hmm. So that that's that is my issue. I don't know the Chiefs defense like that, but if Mahomes is back on on at least four than five toes. <laughs> at least he only need three and a half. <laughs> clearly, clearly. Look, State Farm gonna find a way. Okay. <laughs> sure, Tyco for your money. So yeah, I, I I'm I I the way I if I was a betting man, I would I would uh put it on on the Chiefs honestly because I just can't see Mahomes losing twice to the Bengals. I'd be I'd be shocked, but I feel like Mahomes. If Mahomes wins, I'm gonna have a different level of respect for him. I already respect him highly, but if he wins, I'm gonna be I'm gonna put it on the Bengals because again, we're talking about three offensive linemen out. Mahomes one ankle might be sixty percent. You know what I'm saying? I think it's gonna be a little bit more difficult um, for for them to get it off. And again, man. I'm not gonna sleep on the Bengals defense no more, man. I, I don't care what, what I thought their defense was ass trash backwards. And watching them up close, like 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 zeroed in and watching the entire game, I'm like, nah, that's that's a that's a solid little defense they got over there, man. They let they let let Eli Apple make a play to like almost save the game, bro. Like I was bonds yet. You know what I'm saying? So I'm a I'm a guy, I'm a push with the Bengals, even though I'm rolling from a homeboy. That's my partner though. I'm going to go Bengals if Pat Mahomes doesn't play. If Pat Mahomes plays, it's going to be a tight game, probably to a field goal. Chiefs will find a way, miraculously, some way, somehow, through the football gods to pull this out. I don't see Pat Mahomes losing if he's on that field to Joe Burrows two years ago. He's playing. We got to see. We got to see. I mean, high ankle sprain, they might say, hey, man. Because that thing swelled up right now, I'll tell you that. I saw him today. He said, I'm I'm ready to play now. He got to play. He got to play. Yeah, he got to play. Cortisone. Let's go to the NFC side. We got the number one defense and number one, the, one. the 49ers versus the Philadelphia <laughs> Eagles. Who do we like for that matchup, Jake? Hey, uh, come to me last. <laughs> yeah, who, do we like? who do you like for that matchup? I, I set this thing on fire right now. Let me talk to you. I'm going with sitting Purdy on them. Brock okay. Purdy. Okay. okay. That, I, listen, that he don't make mistakes. He's not out here. Being bamboozled, it don't matter what you got planned for him. He's not gonna make no mistakes. He's not gonna overdo it. He's gonna throw the ball away. He's gonna hit the check down. He plays so smart. And I, I like, I love, I love, I didn't even know I like this kid, but I love him. I love Jalen too. Like, I'm a big fan of Jalen. And I'm, I, I want both of these teams to win. I wish this was a Super Bowl because I feel like they both should be a Super Bowl. I love how both of these teams are playing. I love how both of these defenses are playing. This shit is fucking beautiful. But if I had to like draw my foot in the sand, I gotta go with Brock Purdy. Okay, KD. Uh, come on, man. <laughs> with the Eagles, bro. Like uh, the the 49ers rushing attack is very good, but I think that's gonna be their demise. They're going to rush too hard, and Jalen's gonna carve them up as well as Miles Sanders, Kenneth Gainwell, 
and Boston Scott. They have a stable of four running backs, one with a big off. Stable. So, yeah, they, they, they're going to carve them up, uh, Bosa and, and them, because they, they, they can when – you, when you have that kind of firepower on, on, on the edge, uh, they can over-pursue. They're not meant for pursuit of the quarterback in terms of him rushing past them. And they can, they can run some play action. They can, they can use that aggressiveness against them. And don't forget, they got A.J. Brown. They got uh, uh, Devon, Devontae, uh, Smith. Devontae Smith and, and Quest uh, Watkins. So they, they got, got some weapons got, to throw outside. They have forces everywhere. weapons on both these teams. It's beautiful. This and, is what football should look like. And if you think if you think Brock Purdy hasn't made mistakes, just wait for Sunday because he's he's gonna have some heat on his ass. I got uh I got the Eagles by two touchdowns. Okay. <gasps> Jig. Yo. On paper. <laughs> on listen, listen, on paper, Philly has the he- heads up. It's in my favor. Their defense. They they have no real weaknesses on their defense. From the D yeah. line all the way back to their safeties, everybody's the truth. Everybody's legit. But San Fran's defense, their DBs are questionable. Mm. Besides uh, Troy Palomaro, who's the second, other than the DBs, ooh, like they might make plays every now and then, but I don't think they have enough to stay with these uh, Philadelphia receivers. On the other hand, though, man, I feel like Charles Shanahan is the better coach of the two, and he will come up with a game plan that will help put up points for San Fran. And with that being said, I don't know who the fuck going with. <laughs> okay. I think it's going to be similar to the to the uh, Dallas 49ers game. It's going to be a tough game, low scoring. Last time I said it would have been 10 points, within 10 points, and I was right. I'm gonna say I'm gonna still keep it. It's gonna be within ten points. I don't know where it's gonna be at. It might be ten to two. It might be eighteen eight. But it's gonna be low and it's gonna be close. Okay. And I end it with this. So you guys have said the Bengals was on a winning streak, right? Well, so are the 49ers. Let me tell you how the winning streak started off. The Rams win. Chargers win. Cardinals win. Saints. Dolphins. Bucks. Seahawks. Commanders. Raiders. Cardinals, Seahawks again, and then just they just beat the Cowboys. Out of all those teams, who was really the comp? No, all who we thought you were. So if we're going to give that same thing to the Bengals, we got to say the same thing about these 49ers. So I'm going to end it with this, Mr. Irrelevant. Your game will become irrelevant on Sunday. You're going to play. Lock me out of here. You're going to play a real team now. Lock me out. You're going to play a team with a real offense. You're going to play a team with a real defense. This is we, the time where we are going to see him make the a Cowboys not a real. The Cowboys are not the Eagles' defense. Let's be they're real. not real defense? They're not yep. the Eagles' defense. Yep. Eagles' defense. So, In the words of Deion Sanders, give him my theme music. <laughs> that's all I got to say. This is where Brock Purdy becomes irrelevant. This is where the train stops. He had a great year, great run. But the team that's going to prevail to the top is the team who got the best team on both sides of the ball, which is the Philadelphia Eagles, and with the MVP, Jalen Hurts. And we're going to see the Eagles-Chiefs Super Bowl. This is the stuff that makes me not want to root for teams that fly lights right here. This this is it nice. You don't want to be a winner. All I'm saying is my Mm -hmm. prediction is 
wins this NFC game, wins the Super Bowl. What's up, Cash Crew? This is KD. Thanks again for listening to our podcast. Be sure to find us on social media at sports underscore cash underscore. And if you haven't already, subscribe to us on YouTube at Sports Cash Podcast. And don't forget to hit that notification bell. This episode is brought to you in part by Sneaker Broker. Do you have a favorite sneaker that you've been waiting on, but it's sold out everywhere, including online? Shop with Sneaker Broker, a premium sneaker dealer based in Atlanta. They'll take care of you and try to find you whatever you need. Find out more by visiting their Instagram at SNKR underscore broker. That is at SNKR underscore broker to find out more.